0: back with another sort of the MDM Podcast. Joe Morales, Trevor Markowski here with you on this Thursday afternoon. Trevor, good afternoon, buddy. What's going on?
1: I'm doing good. Good afternoon to you,
0: Joe. How are you doing? I'm good, man. We are like in the best time of the year when it comes to, first of all, weather-wise. The weather's been terrific lately. But March Madness, MLB opening day two weeks away from today, NBA and NHL playoffs right around the corner. If you like the Masters, that's coming up too, and I'll be into it this year. But, man, this is like the time of year for us sports fans. Everything's going on right now. Nothing better, man. Nothing better. And The Sweet 16 kicks off tonight, and we'll touch on that. We'll get into a little bit of the NFL news that's gone over the last week because we've missed a lot of it because of our busy schedules. But we'll touch on some, including the Jets today and what's going on with them. But we're going to start with now knowing that Kyrie Irving and all Yankees and Mets players, for that matter, will be able to play home games during the season. So Kyrie can start on Sunday. The Yankees and Mets players will be ready on opening day. And in a weird and sad press conference at Citi Field today was Eric Adams, the deputy mayor, and both presidents of the Yankees and Mets, in which I say it was bizarre because they used Jackie Robinson's plaque in the Jackie Robinson Rotunda as a way to make this look like it's a great thing that that Eric Adams is doing, as if he's blessing us by creating an exemption in this private business mandate. And when you listen to some of the stuff that he says, not only is it a slap in the face to the 1,400 workers that he laid off a few months ago with the vaccine mandate, but him trying to justify it and tell you how it makes the sports teams fairer and the concert... The concerts fair and everyone coming in to perform concerts—it's a really sad thing that he's been doing today, man. And we'll, we'll touch on all of it, at, uh, but I want to get your thoughts on it first because, to me, the press conference was more somber than it was anything.
1: Well, I, I thought jonah eventually money played a factor in the whole.
0: Thing absolutely, about. absolutely, and I'll touch on on the on the on the lobbying in a second. But go ahead.
1: Um, because you know, I I really thought what happened was just that. It is widely believed that Aaron Judge does not have the shot. Yes. And I thought, and I think the Yankees definitely made a threat saying that we would play in Hudson Valley or something like that. And I don't know if this happened, but to me, I think it certainly is a possibility. And I think that's why they changed it. Because certainly, if the Yankees ever pulled out of, let's say, the Bronx and they played in New Jersey, yeah.
0: that would be a huge loss
1: to the city.
0: Absolutely. I don't know if it went to that extent to where they're threatening to leave the city to play somewhere else. But money is definitely a factor. When you look into it, Steve Cohen gave a hefty donation to Eric Adams' campaign when he was running. The Brooklyn Nets had an actual lobbyist pay $18,000 to lobby to let Kyrie Irving play home games. There's no doubt in my mind that money uh, money played a factor in Kyrie Irving getting home games. No doubt about it, dude.
1: Yeah, that definitely, definitely. If like They say, you know, eventually the money talks, and it did.
0: But when you're dealing with 14,000 workers that were laid off, wrongfully, in my opinion, were wrongfully laid off a few months ago, and telling people that it put our sports teams at an unfair playing field. How about our police officers? In our fire department, and our teachers, and our janitors. It's a slap in the face to all those who are wrongfully laid off to tell us that at least our sports teams are fair now, and the, and the, the local markets will begin to thrive. Dude, there are well, they, people out of work right now because of this, and it's not funny.
1: You should be all hired back.
0: Absolutely. And one reporter, who I, I, I didn't catch his name, but he straight up asked Sandy Alderson, well, the people who were fired, which granted were only, I think he said one or two, Will the people who were fired for not getting the vaccine be given their jobs back? And he tried to dance around it. His answer was no. Straight up, no, they will not get their jobs back. After months of holding his ground, Eric Adams says, everyone needs to be vaccinated. We got to get this done. And then today or yesterday figured out, well, all right, it's time to go on. No, that's not how it works. And you're right. Everyone who was fired and laid off should be given their job back. Absolutely. And that will not happen. Uh, No, it it probably won't. And they asked them, "When will we start seeing everything not go back to normal? But when will we start seeing these other vaccine mandates be lifted? You did it for sports players, or you did it for entertainments, for entertainers. When will the regular person be able to go back to work?"
1: Mm, That's a good question, (laughs) Joe. I think we're starting to get there. It's a slow. Drawn out process,
0: Joe, but I think we're starting to get there. I, you're, you're probably right. I think eventually we're going to get there, man, no doubt about it. But I, I'm just, I'm, I feel for the for the police officer who was let go after 20 years. If I told them today we're slowly getting there, how would he react?
1: He would be like,
0: "Well, it wasn't, it wasn't fast enough for me. It wasn't fast enough for him and his family. Absolutely, they gave back jobs to, let's just say, 15." sports players, who happen to be multi-millionaires. They are not in a bad financial situation. Other people who are making, I don't know, $50,000 who were laid off, are. That's why this isn't fair.
1: I agree. I agree. No, Good. Now, no sports player has thought were unfair too that they couldn't play at home, but I understand your point.
0: Right. And all those people who were laid off, Trevor, all of them that were, they should be lined up to sue the city. I, and I mean lined up to get their money from the city today, because it's it's discrimination. It's unfair that you have athletes playing and entertainers being able to perform concerts, but not police officers, firefighters, and teachers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 our little realm. We don't want really to get too far into the weeds on this because it's honestly it's not fun, dude. But it, 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 I saw the police the, the police union. Excuse me, the police union put out a statement today about it doesn't sit well with me, dude. It, it, it just doesn't sit well with me. does not. does not. But on the sports side of it, Kyrie Irving will be able to play home games. I think we found Aaron Judge is one of them. Brandon Nimmo's another. Pete Alonso So I think DeGrom was one of them. So all these guys will be able to play home games now. And you're talking, especially for the Mets, you're talking a lot of key guys not being able to play home games. So this being figured out is good for the Mets, especially DeGrom, which to me was the biggest one. If you can't have DeGrom <laughs> – Every fifth day, giving you eight-plus and striking out 15 batters, Dude, the Mets are going nowhere this year.
1: Now, now were these guys uh, unvaccinated or it was just widely believed that they were unvaccinated?
0: See, I, I, I saw people on Twitter say it, so take it with a grain of salt, but I'm sure it was widely believed see, they were unvaccinated.
1: Like, Alan Judge didn't answer the question. So, you know, it's, see, the judge is believed that he was, but he never said it. Yes. Yeah. He never said that it was. It was just believed to be that he was.
0: Yep. So, exactly. Yeah. And by the way, I just want to the Chiefs are now signing Marquez Valdez-Scanling, Trevor. So there's your Tyreek Hill replacement. It's not a bad replacement. No, it's not. But we'll, we'll touch on that, and especially what happened with them with the Jets. We'll get into that in a few minutes. But um, that was a mess. Now, Kyrie Irving gets to come back on Sunday. And no, I'm not printing the NBA Finals tickets yet, Trevor. We still got to get Ben Simmons. They still got to figure out whatever slump they're in. Because them cutting it close with Memphis last night, and then, Taking the lead and then get losing again was not fun. They got a lot to work on. But at least a little bit of excitement for me now with my Brooklyn Nets here.
1: I I, I think, Joe, that there's a little bit more problems than just Kyrie Irving coming back. The home game. Like, like, what do you got? I I think a big
0: issue with defense there, Jonah, it happened oh, last yeah. year. And it's happened again this year again. I, I was told the Nets defense would be a little better this year. And well, when trading for Ben Simmons, him supposed to be on the court, it's supposed to make it better, too. Well, I'm looking at the playoff picture right now, Joe. The
1: Nets are in the play in. Yes. The eight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They would play to wrap the bye, but he wouldn't be
0: home, by the way, for the. Uh, no. For the- and, and, and look where they're going, Trevor. And
1: by the way, Kyrie cannot play in that look game. Look
0: where right. they're going. They're going to Toronto, dude. No Kyrie Irving.
1: So he, he, he cannot play in that game. Well, I think that's the only place that's still left that he can't play, right? Yes.
0: Come on. So uh, you have to hope. And there's, it's amazing how quickly this went. There's only nine games left. You, or if you're a net fan, you got to hope either Cleveland, Chicago, or one of these teams, or even Toronto, jumps up into the regular playoffs and another team will come down and be the 7th seed. Because the Nets are not getting to the 7th seed right now. Well, I, I can't see it happening.
1: Well, if you think about it, let's, let's add up the Nets game. So the City. Nets have a
0: very easy schedule, but you're, you're asking for a lot for all these teams well, to slow down.
1: If you think about it, so the Nets have nine games left, right? Right. Go
0: ahead. tell me who they are. It's a very, it's a rather easy schedule.
1: Well, I'll look at the standings first. First off, they're they two and a half behind Toronto. Mm-hmm. Nine. They are three and a half behind Cleveland.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're four and a half behind Chicago. You know, three and a half is a lot to make up in nine games.
0: In nine games, yeah, absolutely. You're asking for a lot.
1: You know, I think at best, at best, that's a six seed if everything goes right.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're asking, you're asking for a lot, dude.
1: And the other thing too is they're only a game back of. Charlotte's only a game behind them, mm-hmm. and the Hawks are only a game, two games behind them. Right, so they could fall.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And but I mean, the Nets are better. The Nets are better than the Hornets, and they're better than the Hawks.
1: Okay, here here's their final games coming up here, mm-hmm. Joe. I got them right here. They are at the Heat on the twenty sixth, mm-hmm. the Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Saturday. Yep. There's Sunday, they're home to Charlotte. That's v- a big Very game. important game with Kyrie Irving now at home. Then the 29th, they are home to the Pistons. should, win. should, it win. should be a win. March 31st, home to the Bucks. It's a 50-50 game. Mm-hmm. Then April 2nd, at the Hawks. Big game. April 5th, home to the Rock. They should win that game. April 6th, they are at the Knicks. Should be a win. Again, home to the Cavs, April 8th, big game. And then the last game is home to the Pacers
0: who who are playing for nothing, so that should also be a win.
1: Yeah, I be- I believe the Pacers game is a COVID makeup game, so they got to fill in. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The- yes, that's true. So but out of the 9 know- games, that's 4 games that I would consider gimmes. So you got to w- those four are must wins. You have to pick off one of the uh Cleveland and Milwaukee games and you probably have to win the Atlanta and Charlotte game too. You got you, you got to win those too, and and Miami. That's another that's another pickem. You got you got to win at least one or two of the Cleveland, Milwaukee, and Miami games. You think they could do it? You think they'll be in the? Uh, you think they have to go to Toronto? Right now, it's looking like it's obviously, and it just seems like something that happened this year, dude. It would seem like, like like they would have to go to Toronto without Kyrie Irving. It would be a total, you know. Representation of this season would have to go to, to Toronto without Kyrie but we, we we can see or we can hope and we can pray that either Cleveland will drop down or Toronto will 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 win a, a couple and either Cleveland or or Chicago will come down.
1: But even if they win the play then they would have to play like the one or two seed, which is like Milwaukee and right.
0: I'm yeah. wondering why now, and I don't know why it took me this long to wonder this. Why seven plays eight and nine plays ten in these play-in tournaments?
1: Well, I think because the winner of seven eight advances to the playoffs. That's Actually, true. Lo- that's
0: true. Yes. That's right. Eight and the loser
1: of seven eight gets another chance.
0: Yes. That was a dumb team. That, that, was, that was a dumb comment. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me there, Trevor. So <laughs> the, the point that you win that seven eight like, is you get two chances. Right. There. At least you get that. Yeah. And then let's just say the Nets lose to Toronto and they have to beat Charlotte, or Atlanta. Then they're playing Miami. I don't think there's a clear-cut favorite in the East this year, Trevor. I think anybody in this in, the, in this uh, conference could win.
1: Well, are you confident about the Nets' chances?
0: I don't know. I don't know. If we have a full team with, with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, maybe. Maybe everything would have to go right, too. The pieces around them would have to work. I'm talking Patty Mills needs to be on his game. Seth Curry needs to be on his game. Bruce Brown needs to be playing defense. You know, so everything would have to go right. But... If they can somehow get Ben Simmons back into game form, and I'm not banking on it, trust me, I'm I'm I, I'm counting Ben Simmons out the rest of the year. But if they can somehow get him going, dude, and get him into game shape, and he's ready, maybe maybe give him a chance. We have to reassess after nine games. Well, when's he when's he coming back, dude, Joey? He... Uh, I this who knows, dude? Who knows? I I keep hearing, you know, after the playoffs, and he's got a new hernia. I like, I can't keep up with Ben Simmons anymore.
1: Well. The question is going to be, Joe, is that if the Nets don't win the finals, if they lose in the first round or mm-hmm. whatever, would the season be a failure? Absolutely. And what would be your reaction after this is two years in a row that they had a failure season? To stay healthy?
0: It's not even two years wasted of, of this core, it's two years wasted of Kevin Durant. And watching him on an in a night in and night out basis, dude, some of the shots he makes is just ridiculous. He's Easily one of the best shooters in the league. No doubt about it. To waste two of those years, I know they got unlocked up long term. But this is supposed to be on paper one of the best basketball teams in the history of the NBA. For them to be a playing team is nothing short of a failure. And a first-run exit is icing on the cake.
1: But well, also the other thing is there, Joe, is that they already disbanded their core. James Horton's gone.
0: I, he was only here for... 11 months, though. How much can you... How, 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 you know, you how tra- do you think he's part of the core?
1: You traded all those picks for 11 you tra- months. You
0: traded the core for him. You traded Jared Allen and Kairos Levert for him. And you traded those picks, too. <laughs> oh, you're not getting those picks back, either. Hopefully, Ben Simmons can become part of the court. But he's got to get on the court, dude. That's the big thing here. Ben Simmons needs to get on the court and start playing. We're out of time. What'd you say? They're running
1: out of time. They are
0: the running out of time. They absolutely are. And, I mean, what, your Lakers? That's a mess, right? You know, I would just be happy if we just
1: make the actual playoffs. <laughs> Listen, they're going to need some serious reassessing after the after the uh, after the season. You think Series. Vogel
0: needs to go? I, I don't think it's his fault. No, I think
1: I, I, they got rid of DeAndre Jordan, which you know that was a good move.
0: Right. Um, you, you saw firsthand how bad that was. I didn't see that for a few years.
1: Yeah. Um. I I think with I think Westbrook has to go. I think I think he has to leave.
0: Mm-hmm. That was so a failure, I, also.
1: I know I, I got to burn my jersey too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, oh man! But, uh,
1: but um, I think yeah, uh, I think they got to get younger. I think they're too old, in my opinion. They're too old. Yeah, I, I like some of the pieces, are like Carmelo Anthony, but they're too old. They need to get younger. You know, Malik Monk. That was a good. That was not a bad sign. He hasn't played that great the past few days, but he, that's not a bad sign. But yeah. <laughs> right. I, I think they need to I think they need to rip up the roster, as they like to say, Joe. I think there needs to be a complete
0: a complete rip up and replace. So you're talking about a a, a full on rebuild now? Uh well, it's hard to have a rebuild with
1: LeBron. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. You got LeBron still. And A D. Yeah. Would you consider so, trading A D? You gotta,
1: you know. Do my chances get ruined at winning a title if he's
0: gone? Well, I'm not saying someone would do this, but you can trade AD for a younger player, would you? I don't know I who had, that younger player is. I don't know who would be I'd willing had, to take on AD after all these injuries, but it, you're saying I if, if the opportunity presents itself, would you?
1: I don't know. I have to see what the return is. You okay. know, it's a, but,
0: but if you keep those two, Joe, it's got to be a complete revamp of the whole roster. Right. And I don't know what you guys are going to do with Westbrook. You're right, though. they got to get rid of them somehow. I don't know what they're going to do.
1: They could trade him or something like that, or it could just be a salary dump or something like that. You might
0: have to include a few picks and send him to like Detroit or something.
1: But we, well, we are not afraid to throw in picks. By the way, if you notice, you done before. I've done that before? Like I think Mello and Monk can stay. Okay. I I think everybody else is open to leave. Everybody else can get out.
0: How many more years is Russell Westbrook having his contract? Do you know.
1: I thought it was at least two or three, Joe. Wouldn't you agree? Would you
0: include three. a first-round pick in every one of his contract years to get rid of him? Wow. you got to tell me how many years it is, though. Let's say three years. Just to get rid of him? Just to get rid of him. I might do that. Just to get rid of him. Yep. Just to get rid of him.
1: But I, 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 Joe, I think we need a total and complete re-ramp of the, of the whole roster. needs to be re
0: Yeah, Yeah. They have a lot of work to do. They have a lot, a lot of reflecting they will do after the season. Not over yet. They're going to be a play-in team. Hopefully, I mean, you got San Antonio and Portland banging on the door still, and they got to fend- They got to fend off New Orleans also, but we'll see how that goes.
1: Now, let me ask you a question: Do you think Lilith is g- going to be ever back as a Portland Trailblazer? You think
0: he's done? probably not. <laughs> After this, think- probably not. But you I do. I I do know they have a lot of money to spend this off season, so maybe they go crazy and that and that saves Dame. But if they don't have a big off season, I could see Dame being out. Yes.
1: Well, I think to keep Dame. I think it's going to have to be a. Big, you know, gonna have to sign like at least three or four guys,
0: right? You, they, they, you have to use that money very wisely. Yeah, I don't see him
1: coming back. I think
0: he's gone. Right, right. Anything else going on the NBA, Trevor? Nine games for the Nets. Just, a, a, just about nine games for the Nets. Yes,
1: nine games for the. I think the Lakers have. I'll tell you right now.
0: Jonathan, forty-two plus forty-two is what? Nine games. as well. Nine games. There you go.
1: Boy, what what a miserable season! I can't, I,
0: <laughs> but listen, listen, dude, you got your championship. That's all that matters.
1: That's right. That's right, Joe. But you know, a miserable season like this, you can't wait for it to be over.
0: Right. No, I mean, I bet you're all in on baseball season right now. Oh
1: yeah, baseball. You know, it's just been, it's just been a miserable season. Yeah. You know, it was. It was a huge letdown.
0: Yep, absolutely. I feel you, man. How do you think? I have. We haven't been in the same boat as you, but I feel your pain too. I do. I know. All right. At
1: least, at least my at least my Canucks do at least battling for a playoff. Battling's the word, yeah. You see, you see the range and Canucks made a deal. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I think it's a. I, I like the deal, Joe, because we're getting rid of salary for a pick. Right. Which I like because I think I think if you know even if we you know it's different because Vancouver's not supposed to be a good team, so that's why I'm okay with them battling for a spot mm-hmm. compared to yeah. But don't make the playoffs, even if we do. We're, we're probably going to get eliminated. Doesn't matter, man. Time. Shock the world. Mm-hmm. We could, but <laughs> realistically speaking, right? You know, we're probably going to get. You know, we're probably going to play Colorado or somebody.
0: Right? Like that. <laughs> yeah. For, with your guys' lucky, I probably.
1: <laughs> if for me, no, we're probably losing five or something like that. But I think, um, I think there's going to be a big trades in the off season there, Joe. I think you know a
0: possible. J.T. Miller trade, I think. Ooh, might I, I think the Rangers tried to get him back, but Vancouver was asking too much for Chris Drury to pull the trigger on. Yeah. I
1: think the other thing, too, is that one thing they did not like about Vancouver, is this is my opinion. They they seem to trade some guys away, you know, for, like, like, a rebuilding. Yeah. But they all the way. They kind of went half-half. You know, that's the point I think, like, you know, either go all in or all out. Right. So, I think they were kind of halfway in. They were kind of like, well, we traded a few guys. Let's see how it works, mm-hmm. you know. Right in the place. so I, I think you know. What do they? What are they right now?
0: I'll tell you how many points are I league. think they're two or three out. Let's see. They are two. What? They are three out. They are
1: three out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, three out. But they're, they're three out. But they like have to jump like
0: two other teams. They yes, get to, they a, a, one, a very packed Western Conference. Absolutely,
1: they got to jump Winnipeg, and they have to jump Vegas. Mm-hmm. See, I, I think Joe. After Colorado, I'm not a big fan of any other team.
0: After, no, Colorado is easily the favorite in, in the West. And you, you, you mentioned Vegas. Vegas had a very disappointing year also. After trading for Eichel, they've been very disappointing. But you're right. In the West, it's Colorado's to lose. Well, I feel like yeah. we say that every year, too.
1: Yeah, I think, too. After Colorado, I'm not a big fan of the other teams after that.
0: No, it's it's a very disappointing Western Conference. You know, may,
1: maybe Cogwe, they haven't played that badly.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, you, if you get Edmonton going with McDavid and Dreisaitl, maybe something goes on there. But they don't have goaltending. They, they, they can't get they can't the fuck out of the net.
1: Yeah, compared to the, to the East, which is, you know, very. You know, these playoff teams are basically the set.
0: The, we, the playoffs are already set in the East. The seating is not, but the teams are set. I mean, it's just an un- unbelievable what you see out of the Metropolitan Atlantic Divisions this year, dude. I mean, yeah. You were at 40 19 and 5. And I was there, what is it, Tuesday night for the Devil game, which was not pretty. But with all these pieces here and Igor playing a terrific season, probably a to come coming his way. A very jam-packed and competitive Eastern Conference, dude. Rangers is going to make some noise. I'm telling you, man. And you're right. The playoff teams are set. Seeding's not. But it is going to be a very fun spring for, for the New York Rangers. I'm, I'm telling you, man.
1: Pittsburgh is a tough matchup, Joe. Pittsburgh's
0: tough. tough. We beat Carolina with our backup goaltender. We play Tampa Bay. we beat Tampa Bay three times this year. Everyone keeps saying that the Rangers mash up with the Lightning. They're done in seven games. We've beaten them three times this year. It's a tough matchup if you play Pittsburgh. Yeah. And even it, P- Pittsburgh got better, better. They got um Raquel from Anaheim. He's very good. But even Washington and Boston, still very good. Um, I don't think they're on the same level as some of these other teams there. But listen, like I said, a very, very good Eastern Conference. You can make a case for any one of these teams to represent them in the, in, in the Stanley Cup. Joe, and in my opinion, the Stanley Cup winner will come from the East also. Joe, let me ask you this question. What do you think about the... The two Metropolitan teams that are not
1: making the playoffs this year, the Islanders and the Devils.
0: Well, the Islanders are very disappointing, although they've been hot lately. I think they've won here, here, seven they're seven, two, and one their last ten, and that's behind very good goaltending from Sorokin. But nothing I expected from the Devils. They're they're going through a rebuilding phase. The Islanders to me, after deep playoff run, after deep playoff run, them taking a step back this year was surprising. And I don't want to make excuses for them, but they remember they played their first I'm off the top of my head here, 10 games 13. on the road. Was it 13 games?
1: 13, I yeah, think. Yeah, they played
0: their first 13 games on the road, which is never easy. It's about a month and a half on the road before they can even play some home games. I don't want to make excuses, but that is something very challenging, and I I, I imagine it's very hard for a team to do. Plus, they had a few COVID pauses, so a very, very tough year for the Islanders.
1: Wasn't there a little COVID issue, too, in the middle of
0: this? Yes, there was, absolutely. there might be, There was multiple, actually. So, you know... But it seems like they've gotten it going late. Yeah, they haven't gone. I think it's a little too late now, because like I said, the Eastern Conference is, is pretty much set. If one of these teams jumps into a personal it would shock me. But, well, yeah.
1: The uh, closest team behind is 13 points at like 15
0: Right. But, it, but a very disappointing year for the Islanders, definitely. So, yeah, should we, should we move on to the NFL now? Yes. There you go. So the biggest thing in the NFL, because I want to touch on March Madness. The biggest thing in the NFL yesterday was Tyree Kill being traded. And... It was weird because it, it it definitely came out of nowhere, but it happened so quickly. It, it Within an hour and a half, it, it was resolved. You get the thing around 11 o'clock that Tyree Kill wants out, and by 12.30, he was choosing the Miami Dolphins. And, what's up? Why do you think he wanted out? Why do I think he wanted out? Because he saw what Devontae Adams got in, in, in Vegas and said, give me that or trade me. And the Chiefs probably don't have enough money to do that, so they had no other choice but to trade him.
1: They got that Mahomes money tied up there, Joe. They yeah, got
0: absolutely. They got Mahomes money. They got Kelsey money. A lot of money invested in the offensive line. They just signed um, – I'm forgetting his name. He's, he's the – uh, he's the safety. I forget his name. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on it. Um, If I find it, I'll let you know. But they decided that the safety to a big deal. But one of the teams interested in him, and they put in a very fair offer was the Jets. And it is no fault of Joe Douglas because he – Gave probably the better offer from what the beat writers are saying. They gave the better offer and they gave a lot of money. But Tyreek Hill simply chose Miami. But it should be concerning to Jet fans that superstars are not choosing them. Or they're choosing Miami and leaves the Jets in a really bad spot now.
1: I, I would say, Joe, is I think the reason why he picked Miami is that he thinks that Miami is further along in the rebuilding process than the Jets are. Right. Right, you're talking no, about what? a
0: team you're talking about a team that won ten games in twenty twenty and then nine games last year. Yeah,
1: right, and a team that did not look like they were gonna win nine games last year. No, absolutely that, not.
0: That was one
1: seven, they looked dead. Um and they made a late charge in the end, but I think they think that the Dolphins are further along in the process. Now whether he's right or not, you know, no, I don't know. I would say his right. opinion, he thinks the Dolphins are further along. Right. And I mean so, but, that I think that I think was a big factor, if not the biggest factor.
0: No, absolutely. But I mean, we look at the schedules, and first of all, by no means should I should we discredit how how good the, of the of an off the Jets had. You got Lankin Tomlinson, they got C.J. Uzuma, so they they didn't have a terrible off season at all. It's it's not not their fault at all. But you look at who they're playing this year. You got the six games against the divisional opponents on the road. You have Cleveland with now the Sean Watson. Denver with Russell Wilson. I know Aaron, I know Green Bay doesn't have the Monty Adams, but they still have Aaron Rodgers. Those are your road opponents. And then coming in are Cincinnati and Baltimore. By no means is this an easy schedule. Plus, you also go to Pittsburgh. And no matter who their quarterback is, they will be competitive. So, also, Jacksonville comes in, and Jacksonville had a very good offseason, too. So, a lot of good teams, the Jets will be playing. I don't know where these wins are going to come from, because to me, they're easily the fourth team in in the AFC East.
1: I agree. Um, you, you, you think they are
0: you last season? What you say? You think they were better coming into this season? Absolutely. Than... Absolutely. I just think the other teams in their division, aside from the Patriots, I think the Patriots maybe jumped up a little bit, but not so much. I think the other teams in their division have gotten better than them. And also, the AFC has gotten better than them, too. Russell Wilson was traded over into the AFC, Devontae Adams was traded over into the AFC. A lot of things coming into the AFC it was good for us Giant fans if you had any hope for that making the playoffs next year. But the AFC now is very, very, very tight.
1: You know what? The Giants don't want to make the playoffs next year. You don't know what
0: do anything about that. Right. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. Roll the tanks, man.
1: So, yeah. The other thing too is is they're jealous, is that you get you get the Bills, the Patriots, the Dolphins. You can legitimately have three AFC East teams make the playoffs.
0: Absolutely. You probably, I'm not saying you will, because I mean, the Patriots are probably the odd team out, and for the Dolphins, it's all about what Tua does. Tua, there's no excuses. They have the weapons now. They got Armstead from, from the from the Saints to show up the offensive line. They have, the, like I said, the two weapons, Waddle and Hill. There's no more excuses for the Dolphins.
1: Joe, what do you think about the um, the, the Sean Watson situation with the trade in and- the Cleveland.
0: I think it was really random, because we saw Watson pull his name out of consideration, and then we also saw Baker Mayfield come out and say that he wants out of Cleveland. So it kind of felt like a, a match made in heaven, but I was also shocked to see that Cle- that Cleveland was back into the running form. And now we wait to see where Baker Mayfield goes.
1: Do you think he's going to leave? Do you think, do you- do you- do you think Cleveland's going to trade?
0: Absolutely. Ooh, yeah, I shouldn't say that, because... I feel like almost all the the quarterback spots are filled. Unless Atlanta wants to take a quarterback from... uh, Unless they want Baker Mayfield. I keep hearing Seattle, maybe they want one. The Saints don't want it because they just re-signed James Winston. So, I don't know where Baker Mayfield's going to go. I agree with you. I think he's better than than a backup, to be honest with you. I think he's better than that. And one of the teams I would say would be Pittsburgh, but they're not going to trade him in division. So... I, I don't know. Where do you think he goes? I don't know, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tough, right?
1: It is tough. There's no question about it. Because there's
0: not a lot of spots left. That's, that's, that's the reality of it. There's not a lot of spots left.
1: You think this is one of the biggest NFL off-seasons? You know,
0: Absolutely. Suggest- Absolutely. And it's just been it's random. Each day brings something new. It's It's been crazy. And especially during the lockout, too, when there was no baseball stuff going on, no spring training, and no, uh, no off-season moves. It definitely helped.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, anything else like you want to end on the NFL, Joe? Specifically the Tyree Kill stuff. And that's that's
1: really it, there, Joe. That's all I. All
0: right. So we'll move on to our March Madness stuff because we got games tonight. The Sweet Sixteen begins. Tonight. I'm gonna pull up the schedule real quick, but we'll quickly go over what we had in the first two rounds. So bear with me here, Trevor. We're gonna uh, we'll go through each of our brackets to which ones we got right. So um in in the first round you had Gonzaga, Memphis, Texas Tech. Duke, Baylor, St. Mary's, UCLA, Texas, Purdue, Murray State, Arizona, TCU, Houston, Illinois, Tennessee, Villanova, Kansas, Richmond, Iowa State, Miami, and Auburn. So I believe you had 21 correct in the first round. I had 24. The only ones I had different were I had Bama losing. I had, me, yeah, I had Bama losing to the first four team. I had Michigan State beating Davidson. And I also had, here's I look. I think that was the only. Uh, I also had Michigan beating Colorado State. You had a few different than I did, but um, th- those were the three that that I got right over you. So I haven't added everything up yet, but it looks like I have a few more teams in the Sweet Sixteen than you do here. I think of was <laughs> <laughs> Stop the count. <laughs> but Trevor, this is kind of like on the fly, and if you're not prepared for it, tell me it's, it's it's totally fine. What do you think of reseating all sixteen teams right now? It's and and like ranking them. You mean like doing that like for the tournament? Yeah, like the the sixteen teams that are left. How would you rank them?
1: Um, I would put Gonzaga still at one. Yeah, in my opinion, Joe. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I would do that at one. Um, let me to go one through sixteen. Uh, yeah, sure. If you need to, if you need, if, if you got to go slowly, no problem. Um, I would put Gonzaga definitely at one, mm-hmm. Joe. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna write this down for you, okay? No, so, would you put Gonzaga at one still? Uh, yes. I think they're still like the team to,
1: to be, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, I would put them at one. You know, I would put. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Kansas, but I think you know, I think they're still technically the two seed. I guess mm-hmm. they're two. Um, let's see what else. I would put. I would put Duke three. Mm-hmm. I would put Houston four. You like I Arizona, Texas Tech five, Arizona six. I'm not a big fan of Arizona. Really, my I have Houston winning the whole thing now. My second. Chance. All right, all right. But, can, but um, what am I at six? Uh, I guess I would put um.
0: You're, UCLA. you're at seven now. Yeah.
1: I would put Iowa State then UCLA. State UCLA. All
0: right. I'm. I'm at nine, nine now. Nine
1: I would put now we get towards the end here. Nine I would put villain over. Okay. Uh then I would do Purdue, then Arkansas.
0: Do Arkansas. Alright, two, three, four, five three, four. Five more. You're twelve now. Alright, then I would do probably Michigan, then UNC. UNC looks very good by the way. So far very yes,
1: good. Yes. But it's all, you know, a lot of good teams in there, Joe. Yes, absolutely.
0: Well. Absolutely. Then I would do make out Michigan, UNC, let me see three more spots. You're missing St. Peters, you're missing uh Providence and you're missing Miami
1: and Auburn. I would I would do Miami, Providence then St. Peters.
0: Miami. All right, there you go, Trevor. Let's see, that's your your one through 16. I'll do mine with here, right? One, although I I don't have, see, I don't have my number one winning. I still think the best team, though. I have Gonzaga. Two, I have Duke. Three, I have Arizona. Four, I have Houston. Five, I have Texas Tech. Six, I have Villanova. 7, Purdue. 8, Arkansas. 9, Michigan. 10, UNC. 11, Providence. 12, um, UCLA. 13, Iowa State. 14, Miami. 15, I'm missing two teams. 15 will be... uh f- Fifteen
1: St. Peter's.
0: I know that. St. Peter's is sixteen. Did I, did I miss Kansas up at the beginning, I think? I might have missed Kansas. Kansas yeah, Kansas to me is 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 four. And then move everybody down. So so Gonzaga, Duke, Kansas. Or I, I mess it up. Gonzaga, Duke, Arizona, Kansas, and then list it. All the way down to St. Peter's out of sixteen, but St. Peter's, dude. How about the locals? St. Peter's must be sixteen. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's something. That's something I was never a big fan of Kentucky. No.
1: No, no. I thought they were still going to win that game and then lose in the next round. But
0: I see. I, 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 I was, had Kentucky in the final four.
1: I had them lose, that wasn't a big deal to me losing them. Right. Know, didn't affect me too too much, but.
0: Yo, Joe. Do you think they can keep the magic ride going and win? <laughs> I hope so, man. I got they got the they got New Jersey, little in the world on their side, dude. Well, do you think do you think do you give them a shot realistically tonight? <laughs> uh, I, I I don't I don't know, man. I I shouldn't doubt them though. I really shouldn't. Probably not, but I shouldn't doubt them. It's it's a tough. Uh, is it tonight they play? No, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow night they play at seven uh, o'clock. Uh, but they're in they're at a at at Wells Fargo in Philadelphia, so maybe some New Jersey natives will go down there and 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 root them on. I, I hope, hopefully, there, Joe. But I, I think, um,
1: I think Purdue is a tough, tough match.
0: It is absolutely, but this could have been your Santa Saints too. It could have been.
1: Could have been. <laughs> I, I still, I wish still Iona was still in because I thought they were.
0: Iona really first team. round access in the in the NIT also. And they did lose to Florida. though. To yeah, that's, that's that's tough. That's tough. I shouldn't be complaining. Seton Hall scored forty two points in forty minutes. I shouldn't, be. and we lose Willard too. Well, Joe,
1: what do you think about the uh the the team
0: next year? What do you think? about it? I think Willard's going to be taking a lot of people with him, so that's going to be very tough. And I've already heard the she- Shaheen Holloway rumors from St. Peters, but yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be a coach there. Like, listen, let, let I, I I keep you got to let the guy finish his job here first before we comment on if he's coming to Seton Hall or not, which I will strongly advocate for once the season ends, but. Um, you know, hats off to Willard. He obviously takes the higher-paying job in Maryland. I don't think he'll do good there because Maryland is not a powerhouse in that conference, and it's very tough. But, hey, neither is Seton Hall in this conference either. So it's I guess it's time for new blood. And I feel like Kevin Willard just he did everything he could here. You know, he took him to uh, tournament in the last six years. He did, he did every year. So, I mean, I guess Kevin Willard just—his his time ran up. Another way to put it, I guess. But I'm excited to see what the future brings also, Trevor. You think they'll be competitive next year? Yes, I think everything in the Big East is relatively competitive, and for a product like for a school like seen Hall, who continually puts out a, a winning product, they should be they should be fairly competitive. Yes. Plus, come March, Big East tournament at MSG, anybody can win. Anybody. else? Yeah. And looking back at our brackets, Trevor, your national champion is out. You also had Murray State in the final four, and they were a were they a fir- they were a second round exit to uh, St. Peters. Joe, I think your national champion is also out, right? No, I have Duke. I had Duke versus Kansas. So, they're still... The two are still in, but Kentucky's out? Kentucky, I had my Final Four there out, and I had Villanova in the Final Four also. They're still in. So, Joe, your bracket is still intact. Still relatively intact, yes. Until tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably, man. Probably. I am hoping for this, and both these teams are playing tonight. I hope Gonzaga wins, and I hope Duke wins, because I need to see Gonzaga versus Duke Saturday night. Need to see it in the Elite Eight. Texas Tech would be a good matchup, too. It would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, Gonzaga's Gonzaga, though. You know what I mean? I I, I get that. I think Texas Tech is a good matchup, too. No, absolutely. Absolutely, man. But at least, like, you know, at least we're getting towards not that I don't like the end of the tournament, but we're getting into the better games of the tournament. We still have St. Peter's to watch tonight, and also one thing I find funny in the tournament is it. Tom- yes, it's tomorrow, the last game tomorrow night at 10 o'clock, number 11 Iowa State versus number 10 Miami in the Sweet 16. Two double-digit teams in the Sweet Sixteen. Yes, that is ultra rare. Yes, yeah. So uh, there you go. So um, just what's coming up on the show on Monday? We have our Yankees and Mets season preview. Next Thursday, Trevor, you are off because we have our fantasy baseball show. So you get the you only get to do one show next week, and then the week after oh. that is the MLB season preview. See the
1: fantasy baseball. show, that's a family tradition. Right? Yes,
0: so it's three years in a row now, Trevor. See Joe,
1: you you us three years in a
0: row. Yes, yeah, we awesome. we well we have our draft Saturday, so we record it on. This is going out Thursday, right? This this show right now is going out Thursday. We record it Saturday before our draft, and we will save it until Thursday and put it out.
1: So I get the nice vacation in the Bahamas while you
0: got guys... absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Trevor, do you want do you want a spot segment on our show? <laughs> no,
1: no, the the but the, the 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 listeners will miss me on Thursday.
0: They absolutely will, absolutely. But we'll have, back, we'll have you back for the big show next Monday for the uh, Yankees and Mets season preview. Hopefully no Yankee and Mets injuries before then so we can have a nice, clean prediction of the twenty six well, What is it, 28-man roster now?
1: Well, the Yankees lost in spring training, so I'm sad. Yes,
0: they, they they called the game short, right? I was I was watching it, but I also had my computer up doing that. Well, I, like, I think
1: they lost five years. I don't know if they finished it. I don't know. Joe, I, but think they,
0: they, I think I it got called because of rain, yeah.
1: They they lost today, so the season's over. The season's <laughs> done. They got fired, fire
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> It's back already, man. By the way, did you see the new Otani rule?
1: I did. I like the rule. My yeah, opinion. I hate it. But you hate it, you know. I it, hate it. Um, I I know Joe's gonna hate
0: that ghost runner. so I didn't even. Oh, I hate the ghost runner. Oh man, it's a mess.
1: But it's only for this year, Joe. Suck it up, for one yeah, more. Yeah,
0: it's only for this year. It'll be back next year. Don't. I'll count, don't count do you. Don't count your dollars. we we'll back next year. Tell. What do
1: you think about the twenty eighth roster uh, experience? Yeah,
0: it doesn't bother me. It, what does it go down after two weeks? I didn't really read into it. Two weeks? I think after
1: uh, first month. It's gonna first be like, month.
0: Okay, that's fine. Because it, it's short term. That's, that's whatever. Well, it's it's another excuse to use more pitchers. That's whatever. That's what it is. You know what I like though the Atlantic League. Look it up. The Atlantic League is use, using a new rule that if your starting pitcher does not go five innings, you lose your DH. That should be implemented today in Major League Baseball. Like right now. I don't know, I don't know about losing your DH. How about if you if your starting pitcher doesn't go five innings, you lose your challenge? No, that's not harsh enough. I like I like the pitcher hitting. So give me the pitcher hitting after your pitcher is removed from John? the game.
1: Joe is laying down the hammer.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> Listen, old time baseball is no more. It's gone. It really it really is gone. <laughs> oh, you're kind of right about that, Joe. What is a ghost? ghost run, what are we ghost runners for? Ghost runners. <laughs> and, I, think, and, I think I think the ghost runners should be there, but not until like the thirteenth inning. I I'd accept that right now. But you know that you know it's a staying, right? It isn't just a one-year thing. It could
1: probably could be a BS excuse to keep it Absolutely.
0: going. I mean, this is not as though, Why didn't they negotiate in the, in the CBA? Why did Why did they wait until now to do it? I know that's a you know that's a, that's a great question. They're all yeah. asked backwards at MLB. They really are. So no. yeah, but um, Trevor, enjoy your week vacation. You will be back not next not this Monday, but the Monday after. For um, or you no, know, you you will be back on Monday. You, yes. No. Yes. Wait. Will you? But I think yes, I think you're back Monday. You, you have your vacation on Monday. So I'll, I'll wish you a week vacation on Monday. How about that? <laughs> there you go. But we'll be back on Monday for Yankees and Met season preview. But for now, I'm Joe Morales, I'm Trevor Murkowski. Enjoy the Sweet 16 tonight. This has been the MDM Podcast.